Hi and welcome along to this week's episode of Canna Chat, where we casually chat about all things cannabis related. We appreciate you tuning in. All views expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the host and in no way medical advice. Hi guys, welcome along to episode four of Canna Chat. I'm lucky enough to be joined by Tim again today. Hello, Lee. Hey, Tim. All good? All good. Good stuff. First things I want to address is this week's headlines. Everybody probably seen Gummy's woman dies after eating cannabis sweet. Uh, big bad mis- misreporting by the media as usual. Um, jumping on cannabis automatically as soon as I see a bad headline as they see it. Um, since since releasing their headline, it since came out that it wasn't cannabis, it was synthetic cannabis. As I've explained before, there's a big difference between cannabis and synthetic cannabis. Synth- cannabis is a natural plant. Synthetic cannabis is created in a lab, i.e. spice, these sort of drugs that you hear of that are synthetic cannabis. They are not to be mistaken for cannabis at all. Uh, cannabis will not cause death, unless obviously you maybe drop 10 pounds on top of yourself. Bar that, you're not going to be killed by cannabis. Um, synthetic cannabis is totally different as I've explained before there's plenty of dangers beside it and it should not be mistaken for cannabis I want to ask you a question about this lady yes so she died yep she died and her, her friend was taken into hospital any idea of how much I suppose you don't even know what's in it so it's hard to tell what that's exactly it it was it was advertised in a nice shiny packet as trolley peach peach sort of kid sweets um it's the way a lot of stuff's marketed a lot of the time. Um, but it is what it is. It was tested and, and it was proven that it was synthetic cannabis. So it was spice that was actually in the sweets that this caused the woman's death. Um, side effects of spice, as I explained before, are really drastic. But one of, the, one of the main side effects is if you take too much, it can cause death. And this is the same stuff that people often spray. Or am I confusing this with... No, that's things right. To make it heavier as well. Make yeah, people can contaminate cannabis with spice. Um, people are spraying cannabis as we, we covered before with spice to get give people that sort of addictive cr- sort of craving so they will want more again. Um, but to say they're not spraying extreme amounts on it, they're just spraying enough on to give people that that craving that addictive sort of notch on them. Is there a point to be made about uh, eating as well? Do you think maybe that it's possible? Obviously, you don't know the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, but that maybe she ate. You know the way it takes longer to kick in mm-hmm. when you eat rather than smoke. Yeah, it. so she maybe didn't feel the effect. Yes. Thought, yeah, this is these aren't very good. I'll take another one. It's getting away explained. Yeah, next minute she's four deep and it all hits at once. Yeah. Very, very could possibly have been this situation. Um, but again, it's it just I think it just needs clarified that it is actually spice that was wasn't natural cannabis that caused this death. Yeah. Um, the, the media just jumped all over it as soon as, as this word was released that cannabis has now killed somebody. No, cannabis has not now killed somebody. Spice has killed somebody else. That yeah. should have been the headline. Um, they, they need to really target this and really educate people on on the dangers of space out there. That's what the media should be focusing on rather than tarnishing cannabis. Um, like I say, cannabis has so many benefits now. Um, look at medicines people are taking. Uh, cannabis is always seems to be, like I say, I've addressed it before, seems to be the last option for so many people. Why shouldn't it be the first option? I mean... The, Someone has, so automatically someone has back pain, someone has a headache, they go and grab the cocodamol. For example, I've just brought in cocodamol leaflet with me today just, just to give myself a rough idea of the dangers involved. And again, listed some of the side effects. You've got constipation, drowsiness, nausea, vomiting, anorexia, skin rash, itching, sweating, dry mouth, blurred double vision, tiredness, headache, fever, dizziness, slow rapid heartbeat, decreased libido, it's never good. Confusion, anxiety, mood chart changes, convulsions, hallucinations, nightmares, depression, stomach cramps, enlargement of spleen, uncontrolled muscle movement, and so on, bloody, bloody, blah. It goes on and on 
like most drugs do. Um, so again, it's, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to grasp why that's the first option for so many people when you 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 can get cannabis medications and you can lift the cannabis medication out and you can check the side effects and side effects are may cause drowsiness. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the major side effect that comes with cannabis. Um, so why should it always be people's last option? That's that's the bit I find hard to grasp on all these these medications given by doctors have side effects and the thing about it is the industry is just pushing this so much I actually had a I had a, a girl send me a message a client of mine um, who, who gets CBD off me to deal with pain issues she actually contacted me um, there at the start of the week Tim and says that she has been referred to a pain course through the NHS they go on a Zoom call now with 30 people in each Zoom call a doctor comes on and discusses how to deal with these pain issues this doctor that came on with their first the first Zoom meeting there um, came on and started discussing opioids and different drugs and how, how they can help your pain issues and different analgesic drugs from the doctor. She says it didn't seem very hopeful until she seen a clip come up and behind him on the projector and it was advertising cannabis, advertising CBD, advertising the NHS, possibly bringing cannabis on the NHS, different, different sort of clips on the slide. So she thought, oh, maybe a bit of hope here is going to talk about natural homeopathic medicines give people a bit of hope rather than not have these side effects with everything you're taking but no we continued to go on and say that this is a big misconception that cannabis is helping people and cannabis has health benefits he actually went as far as to say that cannabis has no health benefits cbd or thc and it's a big misconception that, and anybody that is taking it is throwing their money away and being a fool to me that <laughs> Not just as it misinformation, but it's dangerous misinformation. Um, to me, this guy's playing with people's lives. He's he's advising them to take, well, we'll call it what it is. He's advising them to take drugs from the doctor um, with all these side effects, rather than try something homeopathic with very little side effects that is, has been proven to be very beneficial worldwide now. And so he's giving false information as well when he's saying that this isn't giving any health benefits for CBD or THC, which is just pure lies. And propaganda. I mean, you've at least one and a half million known medical cannabis users in the UK on the background um, waiting for this to be legalised. I mean, I don't think these one and a half million medical cannabis users are all feeling the placebo effect. Um, it's, it's quite unlikely, to be honest. Um, and again, it has been proven. Cannabis has been proven to have medical benefits um, without, again, without all the side effects of those drugs. So it should be the first go-to rather than the last go-to. And the fact that there's actual doctors out there trying to advise people against this is, is blowing my mind. Um, this guy claims to be re- have researched cannabis for 20 years. I tell you now, I haven't researched cannabis 20 years, but not, not far behind it. And I tell you what, I, I've seen a lot more benefits than I have of negative side effects of cannabis all day long. I mean, it's, it's helped people for anxiety. It's helped people for backache it's helped people for all sorts of pain issues it's helped people with a multitude of issues do you mean ms me's crohn's fibromyalgia so many different ailments um depression you could pick ailments just out of a hat and, and i guarantee you you never find one way to treat them with cannabis um so again for someone to be qualified like that but the tarnishing the name of cannabis like i'm saying openly to the people every single week that it does not help and it's, it's factually it does not help it's just pure lies and propaganda i think it's quite dangerous totally so did this guy cite any reference as to how he knows it has no positive effects just the fact that he's he's a an educated professional in the industry and he's been researching cannabis he says for 20 years and this is his view as a professional in the industry and a qualified doctor <laughs> right so 
I mean, it is what it is. It's I can't comprehend how he's he's able to openly put that inform that false information out there. Mm. It, it blows my mind. But like I say, it's dangerous because it, it's one thing putting misinformation out about something that it doesn't affect people's lives, like saying something about a certain car does this or does that. That's that's fair enough. That's not messing people's lives. But this is the health industry. When you're saying something that that, that people are taking that in, and, and if you're a professional in the industry then they're going to believe what you're saying, especially doctors, because a lot of people take doctor, what doctors say at face value because it is what it is. A lot of people trust their doctors now still. Um, a lot of people are starting to take their health in their own hands because they're realising big pharma is an industry now, gladly. Um, but still a lot of people believe every word that comes out of their doctor's mouth, and, and that's dangerous when doctors are saying things like this because it's mm. just false. Are opiates something that are becoming common, more common in the UK? Very much so. I say the majority of the population in the UK seem to be on opiates. Do you know what I mean? It's very, very common. Um, that's one of the reasons why people like myself want to push homeopathic medicines to people because it's always a safe option every single time. And if you can treat yourself with something homeopathic and natural, then why wouldn't you? I mean, nature has a cure for everything out there. It's just finding what that cure is for each ailment. I mean, we don't need to turn to making chemical drugs every single time to help ourselves. So like we've explained before, and a good balance of everything will ha- give you a good quality of life and a good, ba- a good healthy life. It's just keeping balance with the right things. Remember we also mentioned before, you know, often the UK seems to follow slightly few years behind America. Mm-hmm. But again, if you look at what's happening in America with opiates... Yeah, they would be, be crisis. To yeah. think it how really far is terrifying. Yeah, I mean they're addictive. That's another thing about it that, that we need to address. I mean, cannabis isn't addictive, like we've explained before. The escape you can get from cannabis if you're using it for recreationally can be very addictive because you want to get that escape from reality. But again, you need to address your issues of why you want to escape reality. It's not the cannabis that's causing that. Um, but yeah, opioid crisis is a big, big thing in America, and it, it is certainly we're not too far behind the way we're heading. So that's why it needs addressed now, rather than pushing opiates of people we need to push them away from it and push them towards homeopathic medicines that are they're certainly more beneficial for them it's um, terrifying the statistics on opiates i don't have them right now unfortunately <laughs> but yeah it certainly is but i mean from that we're we're getting progress in the uk and um, the release word this week that they want they're uh, looking for five thousand people in the uk to take part in pain trials uh these these pain trials are being run by uh it's, been, it's a scheme called can pain and what they're doing is they're getting 5,000 5, people with pain issues and they want to take them off opiates and put them on the cannabis. Now they're using whole plant cannabis, that's the joy of it. And they're using whole plant cannabis and vaporizing the, and, and inhalers. And these people are going to use this daily um, and they're going to track the progress and all this progress is going to go towards NHS stats. So they're going to see what benefits they have, what side effects they have. And, and things like this will actually prove that this doctor's wrong, that people aren't getting bad side effects from cannabis and they are getting the benefit. So this is going to be 5,000 people in the UK for the NHS that's going to prove that this, basically prove this guy wrong, that no, what you're saying is lies. Cannabis is beneficial for people's health, especially pain. But that's what this 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 specific thing, this can pain trial, that's what's targeting is just pain. There is other things that are taken off. Like I said, medical cannabis has been legal in the UK since 2018. But it's been very hard to access in Northern Ireland. It's been fine across the water in the mainland and stuff. It's been easy enough. Plenty of clinics to prescribe it and a few doctors prescribe it. But over in Northern Ireland, it's been very hard to access. There's actually a project now that gives us direct access to it now called Project 21. Project 21 is run by Drug Science. They're basically collecting everyone's data for the NHS 
if you join Project 21 and you get prescribed cannabis, then your cannabis will be capped every month. So you won't pay past a certain amount. So it'll be capped at, say, if you're using a strain for anxiety for toxic, it'll be capped at maybe 150 for toxic, maybe, with one of the clinics for each month. So you not pay more than 150 for all your medicines each month. What they're doing is um, they're collecting that data and they're using that data. Now, that's not just for pain. That's Project 21 for all ailments, for anxiety, for every other ailment you can think of, for fibromyalgia, MSME, whatever you want to treat. Most of them's on, on the list. Um, you basically then contact... Well, for first things first, you contact Project 21. You sign up. From there, you refer to a clinic. Um, the clinic will do a Zoom call with you. Um, you'll pay a consultation fee to the clinic, usually around £80. Um, you'll get a consultation. After that consultation, then they then prescribe you medical cannabis. Um, from then every time you get a prescription I believe you fill in a form to say the progress you're getting whether you're feeling better you're feeling worse the benefits you're getting from it and from then on in you just carry on moving forward and treating yourself with natural homeopathic drugs um, and see the difference and see that you don't have the same side effects you do from these opioids and stuff you know, that, that's, I think that's key to people to try and jump into projects like this to compare because I mean the problem with cannabis is people because it's unregulated as we said before people are apprehensive of it Um if this has gone through the NHS and stuff, it'll give people a wee bit more faith that it's to be trusted and it's okay because I say a lot of people are new to the industry and they're apprehensive of trying it. So because it's gone through the NHS and it's all through the proper channels, it will give people a bit more faith to try it. I think everybody should try and look into this. Um, I will put the relevant links at the bottom of the YouTube and at the bottom of Spotify so people can click and, and go to the right pages and, and see if they can help themselves with medicinal cannabis because it's something people really should look into. It should be the first option and not the last option, as I said before. Last option should, should never be something that doesn't come with side effects. It should be something that comes with a list of side effects as long as your arms like SSRIs, opioids and stuff. I say, so why not replace that with something natural that doesn't come with them side effects? It's just basic common sense. There's a point there that came up in my head whenever you were talking, Lee, just about... I always get this whenever I'm thinking about my own podcast and mm-hmm. researching it and different things. Just the, the idea that people need more agency over their own health. And I think it falls into two brackets, especially it's like the NHS is a blessing and a curse in one way. Mm-hmm. I think because it's free, people have a tendency to not really value it. But then they also have a tendency to expect healthcare to be free. Mm-hmm. And I always find that really strange. Like, it's the most important thing in the world, your health. No, no doubt. Right? But people are like, what? I've got to pay whatever yeah. it is, it, whether yeah, it's, it's mental health or physical health. Like, I've got to pay someone. Nah, nah, fuck that. I'll just wait and get it for free in two, three, four, five years yep. on the NHS. And you're going, really? And you're going to suffer that whole time out of kind of stubbornness that you should get it for free? That blows my mind. Um, and then the other just side of that is education side mm-hmm. again, where, like you said, people expect their doctor to be to know everything yeah. um, again when you think about it how can they they're just a person and i think really again people need more agency over researching their own issues and their own understanding of health totally agree i'd say that's what started my cannabis journey was the side effects that came from the, the tablets the doctor prescribed me so then i wanted to start looking at something natural because i didn't want the side effects side effects were making me worse so that's why i looked in the cannabis started using cannabis medicinally myself so i had to help myself but lucky now people are at, we're at a point in society where people don't have to turn to help themselves, don't have to go to the black market and go to some drug dealer at some corner. Do you know what I mean? It's a case of now, you go online, you type in your details and you, you get a consultation with a clinic online and you get your cannabis sent to you through the post. Anyone stops you, you show them that your cannabis sent through the post fully legally. It's 
it's it's it's steps forward. It's progression. It's big progression. Um, it's progression we need in the UK. There's no doubt about that. Um, that's something I'm quite excited about. To be honest, it's a Project Twenty One thing. Um, I think people really need to get on board because there's been a lot of people in Northern Ireland curious and wanting to get to get medical cannabis, but I say we've sort of been neglected a bit with all the clinics in, in England prescribing it, but Northern Ireland was hard to access it. But now we we'll have this option, Project Twenty One. People need to jump all over it. Um, the more popular these things become, uh, the more it proves how many medical cannabis users there is in the UK. And I say, we can't have closet medical cannabis users anymore. Um, it's bad enough that everyone's had to be closet cannabis medical users and recreational users for years. Um, it should, they should come out and be open. Um, everyone needs to be open about it. It's We need to just kill this stigma altogether. Just break it. Um, CBD came out and broke a stigma. I would say broke a lot of stigma of regards cannabis um, now people just need to have these open, open conversations and just really kill the stigma altogether because like I said the reefer madness was just nonsense and it, when you look back at it now you can see how crazy it really was um, and I say now it's not hidden the benefits of cannabis everyone can go online now uh, it's different years ago we had to read books you can go online now and see the benefits of cannabis you can see people's testimonials you can see stories um, again Jendrick Bear just brought out a, a an online book where he's, you can go on, you can download it, it tells you how to, to treat your treat your ailments, you can treat cancer and things with cannabis if you, you, you do it right. And um, this guy's just give free information out, it's online. I'll put the links to that again at the end of the podcast. And um, the people below on the YouTube and below on the Spotify for you to click and access that. Also, that comes along with multitude multitude of testimonials from people he's been treating over the years. And um, Jindic Bear was quite close with Rick Simpson for years. Um, not, so now he, he would have a very similar knowledge set um, and the two of them sort of advocate for cannabis ha- helping cancer um, I don't, for those who don't know um, but I say it's definitely very, very beneficial to, to sort of go on and, and, and educate yourself in this it's free knowledge I mean just go online and, and type the benefits of cannabis learn the benefits of cannabis type your own ailments see how it can help see what cannabinoids are going to help then go out and ser- search those cannabinoids out I say the only one that we can't access easily in the UK is THC and that's changing through Project 21 and all these other projects are coming along so find out how to help yourself and help yourself at least try it do you know what I mean? if, if you don't try it you don't know um, I've seen the stigma broke with so many people over the years with trying cannabis you initially talk to someone who's on opioids and they're like, oh, I don't know about cannabis. It's, I've heard it's dangerous and this, that and the other. And you're asking why. And the initial thing is the reefer madness comes up. I've just, it's been instilled in me for years that cannabis is a bad thing. Cannabis isn't a bad thing. It's need to break that stigma. Like cannabis is, cannabis is one of the most beneficial plants on the, on the planet. And that's just, that's the truth of it. People need to address that and, and see it for what it is rather than I say using all these opioids and all these other SSRIs with side effects of this as long as your arm it's it's just mental. But you see with this project twenty twenty one thing? Mm-hmm. So obviously that gives you a lot of um hope I'm sure. So what do you see as the do you see that as like a a door into regulation? I do. I see it to be honest, I see it as breaking that stigma between the consumer the government bodies and the NHS I just see it as that go between it needs to be there um, I say people that are uneducated just take the government bodies information three at us for years and go oh, cannabis is bad um, they're never going to believe cannabis advocates and, 
and people who have educated themselves in cannabis for years coming up and telling them cannabis is great and that's that and the other while the, the government and the doctors are telling them the opposite. But the fact that these things are involved with NHS and, and official bodies just changes people's perspective. It, it makes people more open to trying it and people more open to thinking, well, maybe it's maybe not that bad if the NHS are trying it. It can't be that bad. Again, back to them trusting every word their doctor says. But you're going back to that, but it is what it is. At least it's going back there for a positive reason this time. Um, so hopefully that will just break the stigma and, and get the people who aren't ready to try cannabis uh, hopefully that just pushes them over that we sort of boundary the word you know what maybe it's not that bad I'll maybe try this or try that and then maybe try a good quality CBD once and, and that could just change their whole life because it could just go off their prescription drugs that are giving them all the side effects that you have to take another tablet for to treat those side effects and so on and so on they could be going off five six tablets a day by just taking a wee bit of CBD oil in the morning or a bit of CBG or whatever the case might be that suits them for their ailment and that uh, I think that's that's a no brainer <laughs> here Lee random question what is 420 all about? I mean, I know what it's about, but did you explain <laughs> where it came from or why or what's the crack? Well, 420 is a, uh, a big celebration day as regards cannabis. Everybody probably knows now, um, the 20th of April. It originated in America and that's why it's 420 rather than 24, clearly. Um, they're months before their, their date. So it originated in America, um, basically from teenagers um, in California. There was five teenagers, this is what legend has it anyway, um, there's five teenagers that used to meet up after school uh, and go and search out an abandoned crop that a guy had. Um, apparently there was some map that they'd found too, that this guy had left to find this crop, but whether that's hearsay or not, that's another thing. Um, you it can sounds like believe a good movie, I think. It does sound like a great movie, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, you, could, you don't know what to believe and what not to believe, but... The main legend has it that that's, that's the truth of where 420 originated from. These kids met every day at 420 and then went to look for this crap. And then over time, 420 just became the, the, the sort of code word with the kids for weed. And then that just drastically, drastically sort of escalated and just went worldwide over time to where people celebrate. It became a thing to think where people were sort of finished work around for us. It was like, right, we can drop the shoulders now at 420, right? And that, that became a an entitlement to have that smoke because your day's work was done and it felt a nice time of day too for a lot of people so I think that's why it helped tie in as well um, and then obviously it just because it was being celebrated so much more it became a day to where it was now 20th of April every single year and people celebrate worldwide um, it's just a day to celebrate cannabis and a fantastic day it is um, but there's very that's generally how you can find out all, all the people who use cannabis recreationally certainly because they're not but they're plenty in booking for the 20th of april off and that's how you know <laughs> <laughs> they're not but too many working the 20th of april and guarantee you that yeah. big recreational users will all have a day off to celebrate there's no doubt whether it's legal or not <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good one check all your employees holiday request forms now <laughs> <laughs> yeah spot the stoners yeah i think it's a good example as well though of um maybe you don't see this as much as i do because you know you're in you're in the industry but like um i find you know people who are big time advocates of cannabis they really really love it you know what i mean and i feel like something like 420 for something else just Mm -hmm. maybe would never have came to fruition globally camaraderie comes along with it you know what i mean the whole community comes together and it's just that it really is just uh, I mean, even that the use of the word community, you yeah. always use that word, which is yeah. really interesting because it is clearly. 
it is. I mean, uh, the cannabis. Lovely that you use that word. I think cannabis is. A, I mean, the cannabis community is what it is. It is a community. It, uh, you could call it a scene. You could call it the cannabis scene. And a lot of the time, you maybe shoot. Sometimes the community spirit drifts out of it. But when the community is what it is, and everybody comes together the way they shoot, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It really is because you people being helped medicinally by recreational users and so on. Do you know what I mean? I mean, anybody that knows any benefits of this spreads it. And that's that's the truth. I mean, I know recreational users that understand the benefits they get from it. And if they meet any medical, anybody that could get medical benefit, they'll explain it to them. Do you know? And if they don't know enough, they'll send them on to someone that knows a bit more, like myself. They will push them on them to get that knowledge, and that that's great. Do you know what I mean? But do people help. The reason it's a community is these people in this scene have been helping each other for years, for for the right reasons. It's not for cash. It's it's just because people need help, and that's the truth. Um, the community's always been like that, um, helping each other medicinally. Um, people need bombs. People need oils. They'll they'll help each other. They'll give each other the education to make these things. They come together for events and stuff. And uh, like I say, it is it's fantastic the, the camaraderie and and, and the team the team. <laughs> How everybody comes together. It's it, it really is fantastic, and that's why I, I keep referring to. It. To it as a community because a lot of time it feels like a community yeah and there's very few things you'll get that with very few things will bring people together like cannabis i can only imagine as well whenever you're trying to deal with things like chronic pain mm-hmm. and cancer horrific things that mm-hmm. really ruin people's lives and if there's a chance that the community can come together and do something about it that isn't giving you something with a list like you read out there earlier <laughs> yep i mean yeah, what a thing. What That's a thing it. I mean, people have been getting help with cancer and cancer side effects for years in the background, do you know what I mean? And now we're able to push them legally to do this. It's fantastic to be able to push people down the legal route to do this now too. But hopefully the sense of community doesn't disappear from everybody. And I don't believe it will because everybody will still want to stick together and help each other. Hopefully so. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's, that's coming. That's us coming to the end of our time here today. Anyway, Tim, is it? It is. Yes. No problem at all. Have suppose. you any final words or um, anything you want to leave people with? No, just the usual. If anybody enjoyed the podcast, give us a wee like and subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Spotify. Um, also, would like to wish everybody a happy four twenty. Whatever you're doing, you have a good time and stay blazed. <laughs> stay blazed. Um, so we're not cool enough to get away with saying that. Um, cool and. Available on all platforms. Ask your Alexa, right? Yep, standard. Just ask Alexa to play Can I Chat. Amazing. I love that. I need to buy an Alexa first. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, thanks very much for everything as usual. Tim, um, thank I'm you much for joining. more informed than I was again. I'm glad to hear, Tim. Always, always glad to be joined by Thanks very much for your time. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Watch the full video podcast on YouTube at Kaput Network. We'd like to thank you for joining us for this week's episode. We'll catch you again soon for some more Canna Chat. And remember, the real crime is knowing cannabis can help others, but doing nothing about it.